You are listening to I Hate Average Podcast featuring Jay from the Bronx. Well, I'm back. I Hate Average Podcast. Your boy Jay. I Hate Average Podcast. I'm back. Our last guest, Passport Cuddy, that was a lot of fun. She gave some great insight on what got her started with creating content and what got her to write her book. Um, her book is The M and Man is for Money. You guys keep continuing to pick that book up, rate and review this podcast. And if you're gonna write a review about her book, you know, why not mention that you heard her on the podcast? <laughs> it doesn't hurt. But anyway, last week was a lot of fun. This week we got Sevilla Morgan. Sevilla Morgan has a very unique platform where she speaks to women who are childless, not by choice. They're very difficult subject. Um, something I wanted to talk about being that it's Mother's Day weekend is um, it's a message that you know people might not consider. It's women out there while women, some women are out celebrating with their families about being parents and and grandparents and aunts and, and things of that nature. There are also a number of women who are suffering in silence. Something I didn't think about until I came across Sevilla, but there is a number of women who are suffering in silence because they don't have the opportunity or they don't have, their body doesn't allow them. It's just, it's a complication with, with, with a number of women and being mothers. And it's a story that I wanted you guys to hear. I think it's interesting. I want to consider myself as a conversation starter. So I like to have conversations that people don't really talk about just to, you know, put things in perspective about life because there's a lot of uh, uh, dimensions to life that people don't understand and people are not exposed to. So I think just being exposed to Sevilla's story, you know, might open people's eyes to certain things. So here's my interview. with. All right, everyone, I have here with me Sevilla Morgan. How are you, Miss Morgan? I'm fine, Jay. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. First, I want to thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you. And thanks for the invite. I appreciate that. No problem. So what sort of got you started? First, can you give us the backstory on 21st Century Hannah? Tell us what it is and how you got involved with it. Well, 21st Century Hannah is um, the name of my platform and it's the name of my podcast. Okay. And um, I, I came up with it uh, because of the story of Hannah in the Bible. For anyone who knows uh, the different Bible stories in the Old Testament, there was a woman named Hannah who wanted but could not have children. Okay. And, of course, in those days, it, you know, it was pretty much a really bad thing if you couldn't produce. I call it producing a child. Okay. And uh, she eventually ended up having children, but um, during the time when she couldn't have any, she had a sister wife because back in those days, men could have multiple wives. <laughs> and <laughs> the sister wife was producing like crazy. So, of course, she was mocking Hannah because she couldn't have any kids. So that added insult to injury. And so um, I decided to name my platform after that because my platform is about being childless not by choice wow so how did you how did you know that, that that would be a niche how did you know that that would resonate with women how did you know that that would be something that women would want to talk about 
I know that um, as a childless, not by choice woman myself, I, I noticed that it really wasn't being talked about, not that I could find. Of course, now that I'm in the space, I'm seeing other platforms and have actually even interviewed other women who have their own childless, not by choice platforms. But while I was going through the, the, the very deepest part of the valley in my journey, I just didn't see anyone talking about it. And I didn't see anybody around me and anybody online. And I decided that I, I just, I thought it was ridiculous that it wasn't being discussed. I know it's something that tends to be, it's a subject matter that tends to be personal and Definitely. nobody wants to put their business out there like that. But at the same time, I felt like I needed a little bit more help than even my loving family could give me. They weren't objective enough. They loved me, but they needed, I needed an objective ear. Yeah. And um, I just wasn't seeing that. So I decided, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I started, I decided to produce, to, to just create my own platform from scratch. So how is that process? Because, you know, I miss my, my way of looking at things differently. There's a lot of... Uh, women you know more focused on their careers and more you know uh women are a lot more active in the world than you know in previous times like in hannah's times where women would just you know worry about rearing children and, and, and taking care of their husbands so is that is that still something that 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 women still think about even though this is uh the 21st century and because i didn't i wouldn't see it as a problem but <laughs> But because you have a platform and plus you have followers, is it something that women really are concerned about? The the childlessness aspect, yes. you mean? Yes. Um, I, I think so. I mean, I uh, I do get a good number of listens. It's, I'm not like in the millions of downloads or anything <laughs> yeah, like that. But as I said, there are other platforms in the space. And, and, and without mentioning any names, I know a couple of them that are doing most likely doing very well and I, yeah. I'm sure if I mentioned the names people would you know people in the space would recognize who I'm talking about but I just um, you know I believe again that it's a subject matter that's tough to discuss and tough to start about to start talking about and that's why I always say that um, I'm here to start the conversation that's one mm -hmm. of the big things for me is that I'm going to start the conversation True. and um, I I'm a reserved person, I'm an introvert, but when it comes to this subject matter, it's something that I feel I was put on the, on this earth to do. And when, when you get that kind of calling, no matter what the subject matter is, it's like you can't shut up. Of and course. so, yeah, yeah it's, it's like, um, it's, it's, it's something I, I think about all day, every day, even when I'm working, you know, no matter what else I'm doing, I'm always wondering what can I do to to make the platform even better because as I said I started it from scratch I had no idea what I was doing when I started it all I knew was I wanted to start the conversation wow. and um, I originally started it with a, a radio show for about six months on a, I was on a local AM station and after that I switched over to podcasting and okay. you know so I just I just know it's something I it's a message I have to get out definitely definitely it's it's something like you said it's something a conversation that needed to be had that wasn't being had and that we appreciate you for starting that conversation so thank you is this something that that are, have you heard like uh testimonies from women from you starting this conversation who have been comforted by your words and comforted by the content that you've been providing 
Definitely. I um there's there's one woman up in Australia that I mean she's she's what I call my one because she sends me uh, articles all the time about childlessness um the childlessness perspective from around the world but most mostly you know in the western world and in her world in Australia and um when when she first contacted me I was I was like wow Australia are you kidding me <laughs> You know, it was just the most awesome thing. I'm like, my podcast gets heard in Australia. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wow. But I mean, it's the nature of the beast for podcasts to be heard around the world. But still, it's like, wow, Australia. But she told me, and I, I have it posted on the front screen in part, part of her um, her message to me that she had downloaded all of my episodes and listened to them uh, on the way to and from work and being able to, to listen to my episode has really just really helped her so much as she um, deals with uh, the childlessness. And I got another uh, an email from a woman in, in um, Finland a few months ago. Um, children, I think it no, I think it was about refrigerator magnets. I, that's the name of the episode. And she told me because of that episode. She was able to help a, a child um, by buying that underprivileged child a Barbie doll. And wow. if you know, if you listen to the episode, you'll see what I mean. Why that it, that episode compelled her to do it? Because another thing that I believe my platform will do is match the abandoned, abused children globally with the childless, not by choice demographic. Somehow, some way, that's a dream of mine. Okay, yeah, to hear that from her, that that also made my day. Definitely. So, so you started with the radio show, and you, you transitioned to podcasting. So, can we get into the books that you wrote? What got you to, to write these books? The um, thirty-one days of encouragement. What, what got you started with that? Well, I um, I, I again didn't see anything out there that was geared toward. My demographic, the childless not by choice demographic. I looked online and in bookstores, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really see anything, anybody really talking deeply about the issue. There might be a little book out there about, oh, be encouraged, and oh, having children is not meant for everyone, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I wanted to talk about how I felt <laughs> in the <laughs> deepest part of my journey. Yeah. You know, and 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 in some cases it can be a little bit um uh it can be a little interesting because I'm talking about the journey. I'm not trying to um gloss it over. Of course. I'm talking about the surgeries that I've had. I'm talking about how I felt. Um I'm talking about the fact that I had to go see a psychologist. All of those things. So you um really in debt. Yes. I mean, otherwise, why not? What's the point? That's what I always say. What's the point? Sure. And so it's, it's a thin, it's a 31-day devotional, but I, I just talk to 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 the reader from that point of view. And, and, and then I also tell them to be encouraged because if I could make it, they could make it. Because there was a point in my journey where I thought, I, I, I can't do this. I can't live like this. I, I um, you know, just crying all the time. And which is what kind of led me to go to the psychologist to make sure I wasn't losing my mind. So, course, yeah, you got to be real with it. Otherwise, what's the point? Definitely. Now, your, your second book, I really want to get into because I find it interesting. I, from what I see, it's not really about the childlessness, but it's about being Christian but not being perfect. Can we, can we talk about that one? 
Actually, that's my first book. That's your first book? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that one was written in, um, in 2008. Okay. Yeah, The Child is Not by Choice. The, the 31 Days of Encouragement was written in um, 2000, 2015. Okay, okay. And, um, yeah, but the, the Down Again was um, written um, loosely based on me. I'm a PK. I'm a preacher's kid. Okay. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Well, then you know that people always say, oh, preacher's kids are the worst kids. <laughs> and I just can't stand that because it's not true. Yeah. Um, it's just that we, we grew up in a fishbowl, so everybody gets to see us making the same mistakes that their kids are making, but course, yeah. we get to be seen. And so, you know, God forbid we make a mistake or do something or say something. Somehow we're different than anybody else's kids. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so... I based it loosely on on some of the things that um, mistakes that I made, things I had to go through, and um, just saying that no matter what you do and what you've done or where you've been uh, as a Christian or not, you you can come back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you fall down again, you can get up and come back. And it's um, I think it's uh, eight seven chapters, and there are like uh, questions and answers at the end of each chapter. So it's kind of interactive. And yeah, I just, I really felt compelled to write it at that time. And so that's what I did. That's definitely a space where people don't really talk about. I guess, you know, being a Christian, they don't want to talk about the imperfections or insecurities and things like that. So that's definitely a conversation, another conversation that you started that needed to be had. Yeah, and I I think I've always said that I wanted to do an actual workbook on it. And I I know eventually I will. There are some changes I'd like to make, even to the cover as far as colors and all that stuff. But if you look at the actual book, if you open it out and look at it from the back, you'll see that it's actually a canvas that um, a local artist um, wrote wow. or um, drew. And um, you can see the man at the at the telephone trying to figure out what to do. He's got a beer in one hand and he's trying to leaning against the pole, trying to figure out, do I get do I put this down and go in the church or do I stay out here? Because the church people are going inside, but they're pointing at him and looking at him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. definitely know people like that. Exactly. So, I guess to tie the two together, and I don't want it to be uh, too too uh, emotional, but did being a PK and growing up in the church did that kind of weigh more on you because you was you was childless? Because you know, growing up in church, preachers' kids that you know they they want to know, well, when are you gonna have kids? First, they ask women, when are they going to get married? And then mm-hmm. they ask them, when are you going to have kids? So did that weigh on you more growing up in church? No, because the, I didn't realize what was happening until I was an adult, okay. you know. So I was in my late 20s, early 30s, and I, I'm pretty outspoken anyway. And so, okay. you know, <laughs> I, 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 as, as an adult anyway, as a child, I was very reserved, and so... I just kept a lot of things to myself. But as I became, you know, as I got older and became an adult, I, I could pretty much tell people, you know, hey, mind your own business. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of, and, and, and speaking as a child is not by choice woman, woman I think a lot of times um, it's us inside of our own heads telling us these things. Yes, there are people on the outside saying silly things. When are you going to have kids? Or it wasn't meant to be. You know, I've heard all, wow. all of these things. People have told me those things to my face. 
And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. That's why I want to start this conversation so that people can stop saying things like this. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think to answer your question, um, most of what I think I had to deal with, it, it felt worse coming from the, from inside my head. I was the one beating myself up and saying, you know, what's wrong with you? What did you do wrong? Why are you being punished like this? It's, you know, all of those things come from, you know how we are as human beings. We beat ourselves up. True. And um, so in this case, it's me beating myself up about, you know, not meeting Mr. Right. Was it something I did wrong? Um, not being able to have the children. I tried adoption twice. Couldn't get um, anybody to look at me, even mm-hmm. sideways, because at the time, I think they didn't want to adopt out to single people. Yeah, of course. Although I was making money at the time. I was a stockbroker at the time. So it's not like I was broke. Mm-hmm. But, but it still um, has the uh, stigma, the stigma. You know, a, single, a single woman, yeah. And um, then on the outside, knowing how to sometimes just not say to people what they probably deserved when they said so. Of course, yeah. <laughs> people can be very cruel. Things like that that people with children will say which always amazes me. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope I answered that question. (laughs) No, definitely, definitely you did, you did. Okay. So what are some of the stories that that you heard? I know you're talking about the women from Australia, but what's some of the things, you know, know, from delving in and finding other content creators within this space, what's some of the things that helped you uh, heal? Uh, Writing definitely helped and helps. Because I don't think you fully heal. Okay. Because I'm I'm looking forward to um, interviewing um, a woman. I believe she's in her. I, I'm guessing. I think she's in her seventies. Okay. And I'm looking forward to to interviewing her for a future episode. And um, I I could still see the pain when I talk to her about my platform. So I don't think you ever fully okay. get over the pain. I think there's it, it, it. You you deal with it. It's like it's it's a loss basically. Yeah. And that's one of the things the psychologist told me. By the way, he told me I wasn't going crazy. He told me. <laughs> he told me I was too old to be going crazy, that the median age was, you know, not, not to use a, that term, you know, an ill will. I don't mean it like that. Yeah, but yeah, that's how we were talking, and that's what I said to him. He's like, no, you're too old for that. The median age is in your 20s. And um, I'm like, okay, well, that's good to know, you know. <laughs> but... um he said, uh, he said uh, the reason I was crying so much, and again, I talk about this in my podcast too, but you have to, as a childless, not by choice woman, um, and especially if you've had uh, surgeries and all of that, you've got to make sure that your hormone level, levels are, are okay. So you've got to be in contact with the doctor, with your OBGYN on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But having said that, he said that I'm, I'm dealing with a loss. And it never occurred to me till he said it that it's a loss. Like the feeling of mourning even though there was no one dead. Right. You're mourning the loss of the ability to have a child, in my case, because I had, a, I had um, gone to him after I'd had my fi- what I call my final surgery in 2011, which was a hysterectomy. Wow. So I will never carry a child. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I had to... He said, look, you're suffering the same kind of a loss that a woman who's lost, miscarried a child or lost her two-year-old, yeah. you know, you're, you're, ha- you're suffering from loss. And when he said that, it was like the light bulb went off in my head and I realized that's why I'm grieving so much. Definitely. 
that's why I'm so much. And, you know, so, you know, even, even though I'm running this platform, it's been two years from the time I started this platform from scratch. And I'm at the point now where I feel I can help other women. Okay. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. And Mother's Day is still tough. Of course. It's just like it's just like uh, any woman who lost their child, the, you know, year by year, they're, they're still never, ever going to forget that. Right. So, wow. So how do you feel? I just, me personally, I just would like, to, I don't, I, I'm not in their shoes, I'm not a woman, but when you see, you know, things on the news or things in newspapers where a woman just throws their, you know, they have a baby and they just throw their baby in the garbage or they just, you know, dispose of their, their baby, like, does that enrage you, or is it something you just don't try not to think about? I would cry, but again, it's growth. Yeah. Not that I don't still don't have a heart anymore. You know, I mean, you can see there. I, I I'm a big Pinteraster, if okay. that's a term. And uh, one of my Pinterest boards is called My Heart, mm-hmm. and I've got hundreds of pictures on there of children from around the world. And some of these pictures are heartbreaking. It doesn't matter how many times you look at these pictures, they're heartbreaking. And um, so I, it, it's, a, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, definitely. Do I get enraged? No, I, I get upset and I become, you know, very sad. I'm, it's, a sad it's very sad, but enraged, no, because I've, I've learned and I'm learning how to um, direct my emotions toward helping because enraged doesn't help True. Uh, you know directing your emotions properly and correctly is what's going to help with that conversation because maybe one day I can you know talk to that demographic too because a lot of times those women are if they're throwing their babies in the garbage maybe they're not emotionally or mentally stable either that's true it's, it's something that they, they haven't come to grips with in their lives so. right I mean, postpartum depression is a big, big issue, and I, I know more about it now because of a psychologist that I interviewed for my podcast, and uh, she deals with, that's her, that's what she specializes in, is um, women's issues, postpartum depression, miscarriage, and um, the inability to have children, so that was, of course, a great interview for me, yeah. and so she really enlightened me on a lot of things, and postpartum depression is a very big deal. Very real, yeah. I mean, I see. I've never seen a woman, uh, you know, kill the child. But I've seen women, you know, who were very excited. They, they, you know, they carried the baby to term, but then you know they kind of didn't want to comfort a crying baby. To me, Mm -hmm. it's just it. It seems weird, but I'm sure it's a real thing that people suffer with. Yeah, it could very well be that. Unfortunately. So how have how has uh, like your family and friends? How have they uh, been taken in your content, or, or have you exposed them to your content? How, how was their reaction? You know, my my family is is really excited about what I do, and um, they 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 listen when they can. You know how it is, family. <laughs> they they <laughs> they know what you're doing, and and they're excited for you, and they they listen. You know, and they're encouraging, and but. Um, it's family. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I think that happens for everybody. I think that's the same for everybody. Definitely, definitely. Um, 
Well, still, I don't want to. I don't want to take up your whole night, but I really, really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. You really are having a conversation that, you know, people kind of take for granted. You know, women who don't have children are kind of like a, for, kind of forgotten once they get to mm-hmm. a certain age. You know, people don't worry about them. You're not, you know, when you're not, you know, you're not in the park with your child. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> people are not. You know, birthday parties, children's birthday parties, even though I'm sure you have family members, but they, you know, sometimes you're not invited because you don't have children. So it's kind of like like a, a forgotten uh, subject that people are not exposed to. And I appreciate you telling your story. I appreciate you sharing your content. I, I appreciate you having me on. I, I call those women, I call those of us who are childless not by choice, hiding in plain sight. Wow, wow. So everything you just said exa- is exactly what I talk about. That we we're hiding in place, plain sight. Uh, it's, it's very strong. Um, mm-hmm. can you, before you get off, uh, can you just let people know how to contact you, how they could listen to your podcast and get your books and all of that? Sure. My um, my website is um, it's actually childlessnotbychoice.net. Okay. And um, I also have a website, civillamorgan.com, and they're they're connected, but um. On the civillamorgan.com side is where all my blogs are. I blog on a lot of different subjects. Okay. But um, on the Childless Not By Choice side, it's childlessnotbychoice.net. And actually the podcast um, episodes are all on that website as well, from the very, mo- you know, the most recent all the way back to the beginning. So um, everything is, is on that site. And even to if you want to subscribe to the free monthly newsletter and you do not have to be childless not by choice to do so okay. but you can subscribe to the free monthly newsletter okay. um, I have a couple of Facebook groups I'm on Twitter I'm on I'm Instagram at joy and relevance so I'm all over but uh, if you do a search for Sevilla Morgan you typically find me okay it definitely sounds good I appreciate it and uh, hopefully some people listening can just get a hold of your books and uh start getting in contact with you thank you again thank you jay i appreciate it there you have it that's my interview with sevilla morgan i told you guys it's a little different perspective uh just to understand uh some of the plight some of the things that women or people around the world go through something that you might not have considered because i know i never considered it um just a very very interesting story I hope you guys, you know, if you're interested, just check out Sevilla Morgan's information. You know, she she speaks on various subjects, but one of the main subjects is always um, motherless, not by choice. And I think it's it's powerful and it's interesting that, you know, she chose to, to turn her pain into her purpose and definitely, definitely an inspiring story. Thank you guys once again for another great week. Thank you guys for continuing to check us out, continuing to show feedback, continuing to, to show support. I really, really appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys next week. As always, if you're not following me, follow me on all social media. My Instagram, I hate average podcast. Twitter, I hate average J-A-Y. The website, averagej.com. We're going to be writing a couple pieces within the next month or so. Just so a couple think pieces. And also, uh, we got some video content that we got for you guys, especially over the summer months. So, 
definitely check out AverageJ.com. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week.